podcaster. I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, hi. My name is Megan. I'm a busy mom of four young kids, a comedian, an improv trainer, and an award-winning author. This podcast is essentially the vessel I use to verbally process all types of topics and experiences. I love sharing stories, ideas, and considering new alternatives to things I have yet to learn and apply to my own life. All of this in effort to help create happier, healthier human connections through humor. Welcome to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. (sighs) Hi, friends takes me a long time to post these things sometimes I have got to multitask whenever I can um I actually recorded this episode a couple of weeks ago and then things got real busy in the best kind of way I had two back-to-back vacations that I'm actually going to podcast about next time so this one was just a fun little experience when I was at the grocery store and I was like living inside my own little Christmas Carol movie situation with three separate encounters during my grocery trip that were not unlike the past, present, and future ghosts of uh, those that visited old Scrooge, Scrooge Ebenezer. I was like, Scrooge McDuck? That's something too. Ebenezer. Anyway, um, in those moments, I had some personal ponderings and reflection from my own past, my current present, and what I hope to have, um, should I be so lucky to continue growing old in this life. And so hopefully along the journey, there might be some inklings or considerations of things in your own realm. I love to take an inventory to see where I've been, where I might be going now, how I can really put my best effort in to um, make the most out of my life. So anyway, here we go. Finally locking and loading. And I know I don't have to give that disclaimer because no one would know or care when I recorded it. Um, I feel like I just say so many words. I like the accountability. What can I say? All right. And I miss podcasting. There's like 11 million episodes on my list that I want to tackle someday. What a pleasant night. Okay, so I just walked by. Sorry, this has nothing to do with the episode. Can you hear that? The trumpet? Okay, so someone was playing a trumpet just now in their garage as I walked by. And at the start of my walk, I walked by this garage. Actually, I had my headphones in and I couldn't hear it at first. I'm like, what? Who is belting that out? And I could hear a young voice uh, probably close to my own daughter's age, just based on the sound of the voice and the tone in the garage, just belting out a love song. And I stopped to listen while I took a picture of a flower. And I thought, man, yes, sing it, girl. Sing it with all your might. Uh, anyway, okay. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. A very, very Winco Carol. Okay, let me get situated here. I am just laying on my couch, kicking back here for a few minutes to rest before I pick up my kiddos um, with a little cold compress, 
with a green tea bag on my eye, which just decided to flare up yesterday. I think I got something in it while I was doing massive amounts of yard work yesterday. Lots of shrubberies that needed trimming and my clematis plant. Once I was trimming out from under it, it was like poof of dust and plant dander. That's not a thing, is it? Uh, But anyway, I'm assuming that is what is wrong, but just uh, kicking back here. I went to the grocery store and felt so inspired (laughs) by three specific interactions that I had. So I thought, oh, this is going to be a fun podcast episode. I just hadn't been feeling in the flow. Um, So I was at Winco, which is a grocery store here in Boise. And I went to one that I don't normally go to because it was on the way home from uh, the other side of town where my boyfriend lives and just got done having a nice walk on the green belt with him and his kids and was going to pick up a few things before uh, heading home. So I went to the Winco I used to go to years ago growing up because um, it's over that that away. So not even my regular Winco, right? And I walk in and I start getting getting on task. I only had a handful of things I was set out to get that day or that day today. Listen to me telling the story in past tense. And I needed strawberries first. I was, I'm making a fruit salad here in a few minutes for dinner. And there was a young lad stocking up the strawberries. And so I kind of maneuvered around and wanted to see what they cost. But he was like right in front of it. So I was kind of, you know, darting around, trying not to get in his way. And I was like, just, just grabbing a few of these. And he was very friendly. His name was Juan. And he um, comp complimented my new forearm tattoo and I said thanks and then he asked more about it and showed me his forearm tattoo and he was all excited telling me about other tattoos he wanted and asked where I got mine done and just this he's just such a burst of energy of just like he was busy doing his work and kept stacking the strawberry cartons while we were chatting and then um I was just about to kind of, you know, steer my cart, start going to the the next stop there. And he was like, can I, this is really random. Can I talk, tell you something? Can I ask you this? He's like, do you like coffee? And I'm like, oh no, is this kid trying to ask me out? He's like, do you like coffee? And I was like, well, yeah. And then he's like, like what? Dutch Bros, Starbucks. I mean, where do you go? And I was like, I don't really go to anywhere right now. I make coffee at home um, and I don't go to coffee a whole lot. I also had then made a point to say, oh, and he's like, do you come to this? Oh, (laughs) no, no, wait. The first thing he asked me was, do you come to this Winco often? And I was like, is that your pickup line? And I was like, no, I came to this one because it's between my boyfriend's house and and my house. And anyway, and then he was like, so can I ask you something else? And I'm like, sure. And he's like, how do I, what do I, how do I say something that's not too cheesy, but how do I let a girl know? Like, I'm interested in this girl. How do I make sure she knows I'm actually interested? And I was like, tell her. He's like, but how? Like, what do I actually say? And he's like, what if I screw it up? Or what if I come, you know, what if it comes across wrong or whatever? And he was like telling me, this girl's got such good energy, so cool. I would love to just hang out with her and get to know her better. And he's like, um, 
I saw her out at a bar the other night. He's like, I made sure that she was legal, um, you know, because he's only 22. Of course, I got that information. He's and wanted to make sure that if that uh, she was legal and she was and whatever. And he's like, so if I see her out at the bar, like, I was thinking this. I have the bartender pick a cute, like a sweet drink and set it over and then have him point point over to me that I'm the one that bought it. And and then wave and smile. And I was like, did you see that in a movie? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, he's like, I actually really like watching movies. I watch lots of like movies that I see what I think, I think I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. And I was like, well, in movies, it always works out that all the timing is great, that she's going to happen to be at the same bar at the same time. So you can be all, you know, movie-ish. And, um, and then he told me another, he's like, goes on to tell me about this time they chatted really quickly and she made some reference to uh, like quoted a show that he likes something from Rick and Morty which I'm not familiar with but or no he's she quoted something from Rick and Morty and then also quoted something from Spongebob Squarepants and he thought it was so funny and he's like oh there's stuff we could talk about and I was like so that's what you talk about and he's like well I didn't say that then like I how do how how does that translate and he was like it's like well you could say hey hey I was stacking strawberries at the Winco and talked to this old lady getting fruit and I was telling her about this girl I think is cool and that you have good energy and I thought it was so cool that you that you quoted this one quote and say and tell her the quote and that you remembered it and that it made you smile while you were just at work and you were thinking about her and that you'd like to get to know her more and then she will know because he's like what if I'm just like hey I like your energy I'm like no that doesn't that doesn't make uh, that's not a move that's what like people ladies tell me that like people just say that if they think that you're cool so if she's got a cool vibe she probably hears that so I'm like just be just be confident and be straightforward and and then hopefully it goes well or whatever. But I was like, don't beat around the bush. I'm like, dude, time goes too fast. And I'm like, you don't want to be hemming and hawing around stuff. And take advice if you want from 40-year-old single mom of a bunch of kids and didn't have any dating experience. And it was really hard to read guys. Like people say that we need women want guys to be able to read their minds. Yeah, yeah, right. I say so out loud and clearly what I want and need in life. Um, it doesn't always get responded to. And a lot of times I had felt like I was being completely disregarded. And that's something that I really look for in my current relationship. And that I've been getting from my current relationship is that I actually finally feel like heard and validated. And, and I don't wonder where he's at because we have very clear, open communication um, Anyway, so it was this really cute exchange. And then he wanted to know the tattoo artist and whatever, so I connected them on Instagram and whatever. And he was like, okay, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message you on Instagram to let you know how it goes. I'm like, all right, you do that. That'll be awesome. And anyway, so we parted ways. And then I tooled around. I got most of the rest of my stuff. And then I remembered, oh, I was going to go grab some green tea, which is a homeopathic remedy for a random... Uh, swollen eye and I did it earlier at my boyfriend's with some green tea but I don't have any at my house so I was going to grab a box and it was working the swelling went down substantially from this morning and so I wander over there I finally find the tea and then this other fellow walks up and he's like you like tea huh 
I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, have you ever made it? Like made your own tea? And I'm like, no, like with the leaves and like putting it in your own pouches and everything. He's like, yeah, it's a really cool process and it tastes so good. I haven't had enough time in my life recently to be able to do that. And he's like kind of standing there for a minute. He's kind of looking at the teas too. And then he was like, my retirement plan didn't really go the way I thought it would. I was retired for a little bit and some things ended up happening. I had to go back to work. So I have a pretty busy schedule now. And I just haven't taken the time to make homemade tea in a long time. And I was like, I'm really sorry to hear that. I hope that you get an opportunity to make time and do that. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to. And he wasn't, he was looking at the teas, but he wasn't getting it. He was getting whatever was in the next, I wasn't paying attention. He was grabbing some other stuff, but he just kept kind of muttering and saying some things. He's like, life doesn't always go as we plan, but we got to make time to do those things. He's like, everyone is so busy. Who even stops to think I can make homemade tea? And they don't even know the difference because they've never tried it. And I was like, dang, you're right. So now I'm like curious about Googling up a recipe, right? And he's like, so it's all about priorities and figuring out that even when life doesn't go your way, like, he's like, I let it go. I let that go. Now I'm not making my homemade tea and I'm living for the weekends again. And anyway, he looked forlorn and I picked a couple of boxes of tea. And then I said, hey, thanks for sharing that story. I hope that you have a, a restful weekend. And he was like, uh, whatever. He's like, yeah, thanks. I will. And then that was it. Then I was done. And so I go to the checkout and I'm like going down the aisles. I'm like, who's it going to be? Who's got the, who looks like they're going to be the check, the checker of the day. And usually I pick wrong. I pick someone, even if it looks like it's not going to be very long or there's few items. Somehow I pick the checkout all the time. That is a long experience. And I've learned to just be okay with that. So I actually see this one. It was check stand 10. And this older lady was there and the sign says, new checker in training, but she had nobody there. So I went and I got to be right in her line as she was the new checker in town. And she said, did you find everything that you were looking for? I'm like, never before has that question at the check stand actually made me contemplate my life. (laughs) Have I found everything that I'm looking for? Because obviously she means in the store, right? And then I was like, you know what? I did. I found everything I was looking for today and more. And not in the annoying sense of like, I picked up like 12 things that I didn't need or that weren't on my list or whatever. I just had already been smiling and my heart was feeling so peaceful from those other two exchanges that I had had so far in the grocery store. And I said, yeah, I did. I really did. And she's like, well, that's great. She's like, how's your day going? I was like, so far, so good. I was like, it's been actually a really nice morning and just getting things done. And she asked if I had any Father's Day plans. And I said, yeah, my family and I, um, we're all getting together and have a little, little dance party in the backyard and spend time together. And I was like, I feel really lucky. Uh, I have family that we actually all really enjoy getting together. And there's they're playful and fun and we enjoy one another's company. And I said, how about you? And she said, her husband has passed away and she had already taken some time that morning to send text messages to her, her children, her grown adult children 
to honor the day and their father. Um, and so there she is just buzzing away, working at a check stand at Winco, just peaceful as can be. And just with the smile and genuine, like, you know, not the robotic questions of like, did you find everything you're looking for? Like she was asking with like the sweetest, most genuine tone. And, um, so we chatted a little bit more as I was going through, you know, putting the groceries on there and just, just enjoying the moment with her. And then, um, she said, Hey, have a great time. Have a great time tonight with your family. And I said, thank you. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and have some time for reflection and, and I said, thank you, thank you, and packed up my stuff, and off I went with just this big smile on my face of how simple these moments were, and how it was like, yeah, it was like this, these experiences, past, present, future, this young guy, and I remember what my life was like when I was 22, and I was full of ambition. I still am. It's just, you know, it's different when you're young and you are energetic and, and vibrant. And, and I try to cling to that feeling and watching him just kind of so poised with energy and the exploration of life and love. And he seemed so in tune with it and not wanting to take it for granted. And not wanting to mess it up and wanting to take a bold risk and reach out to this girl and, you know, who knows what, what might happen. I cannot wait. I hope he really does message me to let me know how it happens, how it unfolds, because um, he's just at this beginning. He's at the start, this kind of starting point of adult life and, and feeling things out and trying to be, like, approach things with such enthusiasm. And then the present day, the present day, fella of he's in the thick of it right now and still trying to navigate his life the way that can bring him those things that have pleasure something so simple as making homemade tea and how much he was appreciating something so simple and how caught up he got in life of having to get back into the workforce and um and just taking that simple moment to connect. And, and then the, the uh, cashier just doing what was probably a fairly normal transaction. But what I really appreciated about her is that I think she really, at least in my interaction, I can't believe I was one special offshoot, where she gets this moment with each stranger that comes into her line to get a little peek into their day, a little peek into their life. And then in return, when she's given the opportunity, she probably finds joy in sharing a little bit. That, that reminder that she said, you know, she said with a smile, life is so short, it goes so fast. And just sharing that little nugget and appreciation with perfect strangers who are just coming through the check stand getting who knows what, the whole variety of all the things. Think of all the reasons people were in the grocery store today, the different moods people were in, the, who they were with, where were they going, what, what things were on their list. Were they going to gatherings? Are they getting stuff just for themselves and they live alone? 
what types of thoughts go through people's minds as they're meandering through the grocery aisles and what things appeal to them. What flavors do they like? Where did they learn how to cook? Do they like cooking? Gosh, my mind is always in exploration mode of understanding and being really open to seeing little glimpses of other people's worlds and really appreciating it. So, and I wasn't feeling particularly like Scrooge, Scroogey or anything necessarily. Um, I was really grateful though that in that moment, what could have just been like, I don't know, I mean, just a routine. Usually when I go to the grocery store, I do have my list and I'm really focused. I, actually, I don't really like grocery shopping. Um, I like to just do my routine, get things done. I don't often explore new aisles or see different brands of things or different varieties of stuff. I just know what's kind of tried and true for me. And I loved, I love, love, loved that I wasn't really in a rush today, even though I only needed a few things. And I just was watching people. I was looking at the mom playing with the baby in the cart and kind of like driving the cart like a car and making her baby smile and kissing his fat cheek and just watching people looking at the different things, wondering what they're going to select. And it was wonderful and a beautiful trip and a like moment to reflect um, for me. I think I very much have been in this mode for quite a while. I probably will do an episode someday um, about my recent uh delight in using tarot cards as a way to kind of guide my thoughts and to help me look at my own experiences and situations and my ambitions, like whatever I've got on my mind. But the way that I use them really helps me to look at things in another perspective. It's almost like having uh, another friend in my thinking space with me that's very open and non-judgmental because it's just me and my mind um, being steered by the influence of other people's words and other tools that are there for us to tap into our spirituality and creativity. And I, I really have enjoyed learning those things. And while I'm speaking of perspective, this last little thought that I have from this weekend, like often I crave being on the stage. I did a show last night, actually, in a backyard in some, in some house in CUNA. It was like all these dudes. And then this guy, he hired me to come do a comedy show for his wife's 47th birthday. And she was such a calm, peaceful <laughs> human, too. She was just smiling and cheerful. And, and it was so fun. There was all these dudes that had their Corvettes all parked outside. I, like, pull up. I'm like, is this a Corvette rally or a comedy show? And they're like, it's both. I actually said that when I got there, but so there I was being in performance mode and I had so much fun. I had very loose scripting. I wasn't worried about the flow. I just bantered with them, stuck in some jokes as I could transition to them. Did one of my favorite improv bits with them as well. And I loved it. I love that attention. I love the perspective of being there and being heard and people listening and delivering something that makes them chuckle. And hopefully for those moments, um, forget about the, the cares of the world, you know, or relate to something. Of course, certain ones when I'm telling boob jokes and whatever motherhood stuff, I tend to look at the women in the audience and 
and we get that connection and then certain parts, then, you know, the guys can chuckle in appreciation of probably having heard certain things from their wives or whatever. And then the night before I had gone to watch some of my friends do an improv show and it was a delight. I found myself a little teary eyed a couple of times because I was watching them and laughing and of course, but I sat in the back and I watched the audience a lot and it was very beautiful and very powerful to watch them laughing and some some of these people I caught these people like they were they were watching so bright-eyed and like jaw open half smiling like in anticipation of the next laugh and watching the body language of people as they're laughing and connecting and how they sit up in their seats more and they're engaged and energized and and when something silly comes up you know that people can relate to and they like look at their neighbor to be like oh yeah like they laugh together and um and it was all ages it was an all ages um troupe that plays here in town and I get to perform with them here in about a week or so I'm really excited so it was just like this easygoing universally relatable jokes and goofiness and puns and playfulness because you know that's what happens in a family-friendly show is kind of highlighting the simpler things in these really fun ways and the emotional connections that we have and the way the different energies of the characters that the the players chose to use and and just seeing how there was different things. I didn't see a single person looking stuffy or stodgy. Everyone was ready to be engaged and, um, and just such a yummy feeling in the air when people are laughing and experiencing life together. And it was wonderful. And I loved experiencing a live comedy show again in the audience and really appreciating it and and taking it in from that perspective because I saw how powerful, it was a great reminder of how powerful it is and how important it is with what I feel like my job is in this world. And my passion is to share stories and make people laugh and sometimes make people think, but more importantly, it's my journey. And I love adding more into my scope by observing others and seeing how I can find ways to connect. And it was just as powerful as those interactions are. Like so much of what I learned in performance of really listening and not only uh, being present, but participating in each moment that we have the opportunity to. And so I got to have these three mini scenes today in my own little uh, rendezvous of past, present, and future with these WinCo interactions and, and I hope I remember it. That's why I thought, you know what? I want to podcast about this. I want to get this story down. And I'm sure I'll probably journal a little bit about it too because there were some little uh, fleeting thoughts that were really personal and private and empowering for me as I considered myself at each of these junctures of my life. And I hope that I get to live to an older age where as people come inter- into my you know, interactions, my... my uh, metaphorical checks, checkpoint, my check stand 
that I hope that those exchanges can be positive and, um, and keep the flow of where people are going. And even for those, those brief moments, how impactful they are and what a big difference it makes because it could have just as easily been if I bumped my card into someone and they say something rude or honk at someone on the street in the traffic or whatever. And when something like that happens, it has such a sour feeling and sad and negative. And, and then we might accidentally put that onto someone else because we just had our feelings hurt or we just got offended or whatever. Instead of isolating that and recognizing how we are being impacted and what a huge difference it makes. I don't know, I don't know how those interactions might have been for them, but I feel like they were positive based off of how we were matching each other's energy and even with perfect strangers being um, a participant for that moment. Ah, so nice. Such a nice Sunday afternoon. And I'm laying here with my eyes closed. My eye is actually feeling much better. I've just been laying here with this cool compress on my chubby little eyelid. I'm grateful for, an, for a body that is strong and for the capacity to heal and to slow down when, when we need to nurture ourselves. And anyway, so ah, there it is. My little gentle reminder of not taking every moment for granted and enjoying the journey, looking back on my past and my youth and uh, reflecting on the things that were wonderful and appreciating the lessons I've learned from the things that were less than wonderful um, because they're all part of who I am now. And, and we all, all we have is today. Time is a precious thing. And I was listening to an audiobook. I'm closing on this listening to an audiobook today called Who Not How. And it's who do we need in our lives to help make our biggest, wildest dreams come true, to execute our goals and our strategies. Who do we need in our lives? It's not always how do we get it done? How do I do that? How do I make money? How do I resolve that issue? Blah, 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 blah. It's the who, not how. And there was a quote in there that... Um, Time, the guy says, time is an acronym. This is my everything. And this fella who was being quoted had lost a child at a young age. And he saw how finite time really is and how we all have the same amount every day, right? We all know these things. We all hear these things. But how active are we in engaging it? And if we, if we really are living every day, every moment, as if it could suddenly change or end, today is my everything. Mm. So beautiful. All right. Thank you to the beautiful people who are listening in. As I lay here and twiddle my toe in the sunshine, my name's Megan. I don't know. Anyway, I have avocados on my socks. How cute is that? My boyfriend, sometimes when I leave socks over there, he thinks they're his teenage daughter's socks because mine always have like pastries or fruit or smiley faces or something ridiculous on my socks because of course they do. All right. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already subscribed, um, those of you who are out there and listening, I would super, super appreciate um, a review, a positive review. If you would feel so inclined on whatever platform you listen, um, I would super appreciate that. And thank you so much for taking the time. I'm wishing you 
all the best with every moment that you get and that you may find joy in the fullest participation of your life. All right, be well. Thank you for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. If you'd like to stay connected to me in other ways, you can find me on most social media platforms at Kooky Megan or at my website, MeganMcCaleb.com. And remember, you don't have to be a big deal to do big things. <laughs>